Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Well, that was fun yesterday at the Baylor Club. That sip and shop and that Isaiah 117 partnership that the Baylor Club had, that whole that whole charity event, 7th Annual, really good job over there. Kobe Gross did a really excellent job. And uh, kudos to everyone. And I love that Isaiah 117. Love that group. Aaron, I, in fact, I almost tempted to open the Bible, kind of read about Isaiah, you know, that part of uh, Isaiah. Uh, I'll, I'll get around to that at some point. But what the, what it does is the uh, it's the placement. While uh, foster children are waiting for where they're going to be placed, they need a place to stay. That's a lot better than it, uh, a social worker or somebody's, you know, the floor of their office or something. I mean, you know, this is a, uh, the, uh, the state and the services and everything involved, uh, the county, everybody involved in this. This is a, these are tough, tough times, especially during the holidays. And, um, and so ground was uh, broken uh, recently. Uh, they broke ground on the uh, 117 house, uh, Isaiah 117 house in McLennan County. And, uh, boy, there are ways you can donate. We'll continue to let you know how to do that. But I thought that was a great partner. And we appreciate to be a part of that. And uh, we even had some of our texters, some of the people reach out to us. Hey, how do I get involved? How do I, how can I donate? And uh, Aaron and I, we got the word out so that you could do that. Now, um, breaking news. Aaron, this breaking news came out much earlier today. But for our purposes... For the 4 o'clock show that is the Matt Mosley Show, let's go ahead and do a sounder for this show. And uh, we are going to be joined, uh, in fact, um, uh, Chris Hummer from 247, uh, or 24-7, however you prefer. They uh, He is big time when it comes to the portal, all right? The transfer portal. He looks in there. He knows who's in there, who's been naughty or nice, who's entered the portal, who's jumped out on the portal on the other side. And I knew it was too early. Our buddy Drake the other day, Aaron, of all people, Drake, who's just always out there posting all over the place. He had a good one, by the way, of the World Cup. You know, my World Cup um, uh, video of, uh, of my time over at Dancing Bear Aaron, did you ever get a, a chance to go look at that? What a scene over there at the Dancing Bear Pub. And, uh, Aaron, this is a place back in your bartending days you would have loved. The Dancing Bear, Bear Pub. And uh, they're hosting uh, some watch parties. In fact, I think they're getting ready. They'll, they'll host one. Aaron, what time do we get started on Saturday morning? Versus the evil Netherlands. I don't know if they're evil. Let's just make them out to be. <laughs> Nine a.m. Uh, okay. A lot of these bars are opening at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. 
The game will actually begin at 9. And that's USA against the Netherlands. Now, they have one player, Aaron, that I keep hearing about that maybe is kind of their star. Now, I think he's a big dude, like 6'4 or something, like a big old striker, I think it is. Aaron, have you started to done? Have you started to do prep work? Did we do the sounder ever? Did we ever do the sounder? Because I haven't given the breaking news. Let's do this. I'll come back to soccer because Aaron, I want to get your take, your initial take on the Netherlands. But let's do the play the sounder again, and then I'll give you the breaking news. All right, uh, we are in our uh, newsroom, ESPN Central Texas newsroom. And a, a Baylor player has entered the portal. And, again, we'll have Chris Hummer from 24-7 to talk about this. But Kyron Drones, Baylor's backup quarterback, has entered the portal. And we don't know. Uh, now, if you there's a glimmer of hope that he could come back to Waco because at the end of it, he said, have, wrote a very nice note, and he said, you know, I'm also going to keep – returning to Baylor as an option. I noticed, uh, Aaron, it's when you see teammates jump in there like Lorando Snacks Johnson and the gang and say a bunch of nice stuff, you know a guy's made a really good impression on his teammates. Now, has, has Kyron always been the most mature guy on the team? I don't probably think that's the case, but I think he's made strides in that area, and I enough where boy, I tell you when 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 uh, Shapen got hurt against West Virginia, and Drones had to come in, he looked the part. He was ready. Okay, if if you're not taking yourself seriously, you get thrown into one of those games, and you'll look like a fish out of water. He did not, and they even added some run packages. I mean, I, let me tell you what Kyron Drones was. He he had some of Gary's ability to get out there and, and run, but he had a better arm than Gary. Uh, I, I don't know if I would say he has as much arm talent as Shapin, but he's not far off. The arm talent is there. Okay, it, it's Shapin was more prepared to kind of lead the team and – and was just a little bit more he was ready and drones was it was really between Gary and Shapen drones was out there but then drones suddenly became the backup and i kind of think he was up to the task i'll just say this i i know when a guy hits the portal i can quickly find out if the coaches are kind of okay with it or kind of just okay that's cool that's cool we'll move on that's not the case with drones. I think they like him a lot. I really do. Uh, but understandably, he knows that Shapen, you know, it's his job to lose next year. And then they got this stud coming in, Austin Novosad, who we've talked a lot about. Now, Aaron, we've got the the, the primary, the most, uh, the guy who's heavy, heavy into the portal at 420, Chris Hummer from 24-7 Sports. But then we also have our own Kevin Longquist at 5 o'clock. And, Aaron, before we came on the show today, I have confirmed that we have Greg Jacobs, guy you talked to, Aaron, I believe uh, with some of your 
Crawford coaches show duties and that type of thing. Every He's going to be on with us at uh, what's that? Yeah, I talk to Coach Jacobs every week. It's... Well, he's, I mean, he he's enjoyed talking to you so much, Aaron, <laughs> that he's agreed to come on the Mosley Show as a, as a guest tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Aaron, in fact, if, if we can avoid, like, playing the Coach's Show, like, right, <laughs> right when he comes on, I don't know if we should go back-to-back with Coach Jacobs, but that'll be fun to have him on. He's a great story, and... Um, his son is now on his staff, and I and Darby did a really cool story on that a few weeks ago. I think that was back in October. And his son was at Lake Travis, has had some other stops along the way. But his son played on the Crawford 2004 state championship team. The son is now coaching on a team that has a legitimate shot to win the Class 2A state title now. Now, Coach Jacobs was also a coach on that staff. That was not um, – he was not the head coach, but he was a coach on that staff. Now he's the head coach at Crawford, and we're having fun. All right, so it'll be a Crawford-intensive deal. I told uh, Aaron – our, uh, I told our buddy uh, Fonville, I said, boy, tomorrow if you and Tom come on, we're basically going to have like a Crawford pregame show. But uh, but that's fine. That's what we do. We're Central Texas. We talk Baylor. We talk Cowboys. We talk high school. We do it all. Now, do we lean more toward Baylor and NFL? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Because 7 to 9 every morning, Tom Barfield does an incredible job talking a lot of those high school athletics. And, and of course, he's been doing the Mart games. So, it, it, Aaron, I mean, I hope Tom thinks of it like I do. I think it works beautifully. Okay, we've got a morning show that's very high school intensive and Ward and Ryan. And then in the afternoons, we get Cowboys heavy and college heavy. And I think it works out beautifully. But we also love our high school football. So Crawford will be on uh, tomorrow, Coach Jacobs. Aaron, were you I, – I don't think anybody can be – and you can weigh in if you want. If you're mad about this drones news or sad and thinking, oh, man, he should have – he should have been a quarterback over Shapin. I mean, I understand. I I've, I legitimately think there is criticism that can be, like, and I, I got to give some people credit. Some people were telling me from the start, big mistake. You, you know, you should you should have picked Gary. You should have ridden with the, with the horse you know rather than the guy who's young and inexperienced. Now, I give those people credit because they were saying that from the start. The people I don't give credit is the people that, you know, see shape and struggle at times like, oh, see, should have gone with Gary. Well, you weren't saying that. You were some of the same people that were rah-rahing the choice to go with Shapin. Now, where was I in all this? Well, I liked them both. I was very understanding of Shapin, and I think Shapin still can be a great quarterback for the Bears. One reason I was okay with the move, but also deeply saddened, is because I I just I Bohannon's incredible. I mean I Aaron, who was a better leader on the on this football team than Gary Bohannon? I mean you can argue that Bernard and and Petrie were on that level, and I think that would be accurate from a defensive standpoint. But on offense. Even though Abram and Ebner, I love all those guys. I mean, those are good leaders, good dudes. 
But there's nobody close. There was nobody close to as good a leader as, uh, and I like, I mean, my gosh, Gall, Galvin, Gall, all these guys are good leaders. Don't get me wrong. Connor Galvin is a great leader. But Bohannon was a big time. Like, the coaches knew, I'll just say this, the coaches knew more than the fans and the media that six and six was a possibility. Did they want that to happen? No. No. Because they still thought, like, 10 and 2 could happen or 8 and 4. But they they didn't think they were thinking it was going to be better than 6 and 6, but they're not as shocked as some of the media in the fans because they're out there every day and they knew that like shaping wasn't going to be perfect. Like there would be some bumps and bruises along the way. What they hoped is that the O-line, the D-line, everything was going to be was was going to come together and coalesce and they had enough experience there to be okay. Unfortunately, drones is I think probably believes that there's somewhere out there where they can say, "Come on in here and it's pretty, you know, it's pretty certain you're going to be our starter." Like where where are some good stops for drones? Well, I mean, Look at what Tech's gone through at quarterback. They got some okay guys. I like Morton. I like, I you know, Shuck's not horrible. Donovan Smith's not bad. But could Drones go to Texas Tech and, and have a serious shot to be the starter there? Yeah, you bet he could. You bet he could. Does Joey know him? Oh, yeah. Does Joey like him? Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying, I'm, and this is not, you know, again, it, Joey comes on with us. We know Joey. He's not told me anything uh, to this point about drones or anything about the portal or anything like that. I'm just saying, don't be shocked. I mean, there are some places out there, and Tech would be one of them. I mean, there are some Big 12 schools. I mean, West Virginia watched that kid come into the game, and they have to be thinking, hmm, hmm. I mean, could we win with that guy? Absolutely they could. Where will he probably end up? Well, the other Baylor players have gone to places like UAB. Gary went to South Florida. Charlie went to Utah. And now Charlie has ended up at... Charlie? Did Charlie transfer to Liberty, Aaron? Does that sound right? Did he end up I believe so, on yeah. the Liberty? I mean, is Charlie going to be in his like eighth year? Does he have another year of eligibility left? Um, so it, it's it'll be fascinating to see, but it's a uh, it's it's it, it is a sad day because he's a good player. All right, uh, <coughs> Chris Hummer, who uh, is a big time transfer portal expert for two four seven, joins us next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40. All season. Pollard, 20, 10. Pollard, uncle. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Indianapolis Colts. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Colts. Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. This is ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, pipe rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give them a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595. AimHighFence.com or look them up on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. New college football playoff poll is out with Georgia at number one. Michigan moves to the two spot. TCU is three and USC is now four. Ohio State is five with Alabama at six. Baylor basketball blown out by unranked Marquette last night, 96 to 70. Bears will face number 14, Gonzaga, on Friday. USA advances in the World Cup and will face the Netherlands on Saturday. Texas quarterback Hudson Carr has entered the transfer portal. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer is expected to be named the new head coach at UAB. Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State 116-113. Luka led the way with 41 points and a triple-double. Mavs have the night off before traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and pleased to be drawn, uh, joined by Chris Hummer from Twenty Four Seven Sports, and he is the guru of the transfer portal. And in addition to this crazy coaching carousel, they start hitting the portal a little early, Chris. And of course, the window officially opens. December 5th, but uh, much like free agency, NBA, and NFL, these things tend to get started a little early. I mean, Chris, quite honestly, the portal opened whenever the first announcement was made, right? Some point back early in the season when somebody said, hey, I'll be be leaving. Uh, Hey, welcome to the show, by the way. Good to have you back. Uh, thanks, man. I'd like to announce that uh, I'll be on the show for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been like it's been going for uh, it's been going for a minute. Um, I mean, even back in August, players were trying to enter the portal when they couldn't, um, technically by the rules. And um, since the season's ended on the FCS level, it's just been nonstop. It feels like. Well, the uh, the Kyron drones hits our audience the hardest, and uh, some had hoped he would hang around the spring and compete with Blake Shapin, who's kind of had an uneven season after really showing so much promise last year. Drones it has so much uh, uh, talent, and, of course, you remember him from recruiting coming out of uh, Alvin Shadow Creek. Uh, is this... In your mind, uh, with his announcement coming out this morning, do you, do you think there'll be a pretty – and I was looking at some of the list of, of players you think are going to get a lot of interest. Does Drones – he may not rise to the level of some of these players, but I, I think the Baylor coaches already believe, hey, this guy, there are going to be plenty of people who want Kyron Drones. Is that the way you see it, Chris? Yeah, certainly. It's always tough with quarterbacks, obviously, because only one can play at a time. But um, I don't know if Kyron's going to be like an immediate starter for wherever he goes. He'll probably have to compete for a job. But, I mean, he was one of my favorite recruits back in the 2021 class. I loved his film. Um, 
we had him higher at 24 seven sports than most of the industry of somebody we really liked. And I mean, it's really up to him. Um, I think he could probably start at some G five programs next year. If he wants to start his playing career or he could reposition himself potentially at another team on the power five level and compete for a job or sit behind a guy for a year and uh, be ready to start in 2024. Um, he'll have, he'll have those choices. Um, quarterbacks without proven experience, but aren't that far into their careers are kind of an interesting thing in the portal. There's a lot of them. There's a lot yeah. of former four-star recruits who enter a year or two after being at their school. And some of them really work out and some of them don't, but like they usually get another opportunity at the power five level if they want it. So I, I certainly expect Kyron to have that. You know, Texas Tech came to mind for me just because Joey would be very familiar with him. And and Joey's had trouble. I mean, they, they got some talent at quarterback, but he doesn't exactly, you know, it's the old saying, well, if you got two of them, you don't have one. Or if you got three, you know, it, it nobody has truly separated in that group out there. Does, does that seem like a, a possible destination if he decides to go to a Power 5 team? Um, potentially. Um, I mean, Texas Tech's quarterback room is really crowded. I, I would anticipate it, it lessens somewhat this off season. There's no way all three of those guys are on the same roster for the second straight year. So potentially, um, I'm trying to remember his initial recruitment out of high school. Um, but yeah, I could, I could see Texas Tech maybe. I, I'm not entirely sure. Like Houston, I mean, Houston's going to need a quarterback. Like, pretty soon like Tyron could probably go there and play right away and excel um Auburn's going to need to reset their quarterback room completely potentially like I think he was pretty in the mix with Arkansas coming out of school like they don't need one this year but after KJ Jefferson leaves um they need their quarterback of the future and I think he'd fit really well in that system so I I think there's a lot of places where he could land and look really good potentially do you how often do you see somebody actually re-recruit like could the Baylor uh and I think the Baylor coaches will be very honest with him let him know what his chances are but it it is interesting he left the door open to even return to Baylor now you see other players do that from time to time although it's still somewhat rare that they actually say that hey I may come back to this school how rare is that you you cover this stuff every day all all year round is it like one percent two percent are we talking extremely rare that once you hit the portal uh, uh, somebody will change their mind and decide to stay uh i i mean it happens it definitely does and like and a guy like Kyron's position like he's probably like he's in good shape with that like He'll get to explore all his options, and I think he's talented enough as a player and well-respected enough as a player within Baylor's locker room that if he wanted to come back, he probably could. Um, that obviously can be kind of awkward, I suppose, but like, I think Baylor would welcome him back. And um, I mean, I could see it happening. I, I think more times than not, when you enter the portal, you're doing so with the intention of going somewhere else, but um, the door is never technically closed with that. You're allowed to come back if your school will want you. Chris Hummer, 24-7 Sports, joining us, talking about the uh, portal. These new rules, uh, how big a change do you expect that to be with the way that each class now used to be limited to 25, whether that was high school seniors, transfers, graduate transfers, portal people, whatever. It was now that's not the rule. You can get to 85 on the on the scholarship limit 
really any way you want to. Um, how much does that allow schools to be more creative, and does that favor the schools well, like Sunny Dykes and others that have already been way heavy into the transfer portal and are used to getting uh, several players from the portal? Yeah, I think it does two things, really. One, it's a really big thing for new coaching staff. So if you're you don't see two freeze at Auburn, for example, you can turn over your roster and like one or two classes now. You used to have to wait three or four years to fully turn over your roster. With the ability to sign up to 85 at any time, you can do it immediately. Like, it goes fast. Um, on the other side of that, there is just regular teams that are looking to improve their roster. When you can sign up to 85, it means you can essentially, I don't want to say process the bottom half of your roster, but you're trying to get as good as possible. And a really good way to do that is to cut the fat. And I think you're going to see a lot of schools cut the fat from the bottom of their rosters so they can add higher quality players either via high school or the transfer portal, which inevitably means there will be more players entering the portal as well, because when those players are essentially pushed out, like they have to go in the portal. All right. And now you mentioned all these quarterbacks, Chris, that, um, and, and you talk about them in this story that and, and people can follow you at two, uh, 24 seven sports. Uh, and I, I, I gotta say these, uh, Hudson Card, that news came out yesterday. You're always in, involved in that University of Texas quarterback news, it seems like, Chris. Hudson Cor, uh, Card is going to transfer out of there. Um, like any, I mean, some of these guys were, were pretty heavily recruited coming out of high school. It's, it's, it's interesting to see like if they can kind of regain their stock and that type of thing. For people like a Hudson Card, University of Texas, it always seems like to me a place like SMU. Now I know SMU has a young hot shot, uh, you know Preston Stone, so maybe that that won't be the the stop for him. But it always seems like those G five is the better place to start. Is that how you see it for uh, Hudson Card? Um. I think Hudson is going to have some opportunities at the power five level if he wants them. Um, I think Hudson put a lot on tape this year. He looked a lot better than he did a year ago, despite that ankle injury he was dealing with. Um, he played really well through it. Um, I could see, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like quarterback teams that don't need quarterbacks. Notre Dame is going to want a quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they at least reach out to Hudson. Um, Schools like Iowa and Wisconsin need quarterbacks. Um, man, maybe even like TCU, if Max Duggan decides to move on, could potentially be interested in Hudson. Um, Hudson obviously played for Will Stein, who's the offensive coordinator at UTSA. I don't see him going there, but like maybe if he does want to go to the G5 level, that could be an option for him. Um, I, I don't think Hudson will lack for suitors, that's for sure. Okay, some of these other quarterbacks you mentioned, uh, Cade McNamara from uh, Michigan, uh, the running back, by the way, Texas A&M, L.J. Johnson. we got a lot of Aggies who listen to us. Now, you mentioned those three Ballyhood recruits from that 2022 class that had been suspended this year, uh, a couple of other members of that class that had had real up-and-down seasons. When the dust settles, is A&M looking at, I don't know if we want to call it a mass exodus, but are we are we talking about seven to ten players 
that uh, that could be uh, entering the portal and leaving Texas A&M already have seen some, you know, uh, some player, some other players from A&M that have gone in there. But of these like highly, highly sought after recruits from from the 2022 class, how many of, of those guys do you think will leave campus? If you had asked me a week ago, I would have told you like half the class was going to go, honestly. Wow. Um, the vibes there haven't been great. But I honestly, the uh, it sounds like the win over LSU has really solved a lot of problems there. Um, I still think you'll see a couple of those guys leave. There's just a lot of mouth to feed um, in terms of playing time. But I think I don't think it's going to be quite the exodus that a lot of people speculated um, that we were going to see. I was thinking there would be an exodus. Um, that's what people around the country have been speculating, but like, I, maybe even Chris Marshall will figure out a way to get back. Um, so I, I certainly think we'll see some big names at A&M enter. Like that's just inevitable, but I don't think it'll be quite the bloodletting that I think a lot of us expected. All right. What are you thinking about this, um, this, uh, big 12 title game, uh, TCU and K state. Uh, first of all, do you, f- do you think TCU, if this is a close game, and they lose, are you of the belief that TCU would still be in the uh, playoff? Or if you're a TCU fan, would you not feel very secure in that? I think you should be secure, but I, I can't I can't say I know what the committee will do exactly. Um, I would think going through the regular season unbeaten and then losing in a game that Alabama and Ohio State don't have to play, I don't have to play would insulate TCU. Um, but I also thought TCU should have made the uh, college football playoff back in 2014. So uh, you never know on that front. But I, I think TCU is safe. I would say that I would be surprised if they're left out of the playoff as long as they don't get blown out by K-State. As for the game itself, I, I like TCU. I just think TCU is more playmakers. Um, K-State does have some things, especially their pass rush, that can worry you a little bit with TCU. Um, those tackles for TCU aren't always great, but if Max Duggan is ready to go, if Quentin Johnson's totally healthy, if Kendra Miller is totally healthy, if Davis is totally healthy, like they're just a really difficult team to contend with. Um, so yeah. I, I just I think TCU can make more mistakes than K State can, and I, I like them to finish the season unbeaten. Isn't that interesting that they had Zach Evans transfer out, and obviously he was he's an incredible player, but. You know, it's like I think there was even, if you believe some people, almost a feeling of relief, like, hey, I think we'll be okay, and then they go on to have this huge season. Now, again, they may have done that with him, but Miller's been incredible. I I think that's a a reminder, Chris, not to go crazy, even if it's like a headliner for you. Oh, my gosh, our our star running back is leaving. We're, We're dead. Now, Oklahoma had so many people leave that you knew it might be a problem. We didn't know how big a problem it became a problem. But I, I do think maybe people should not overreact when people leave. And I think Evans is kind of a reminder of that. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, I mean, I can only – like TCU would be ridiculous if Zach Evans was still on that roster and they could have him and Kendra play at the same time, especially with Zach Evans' um, pass-catching abilities. But, anyway, but, yeah, no, I totally agree. Um Kendra Miller is a great back and like it sucks to lose your big name superstar, but for some programs, especially those with good cultures and a deep talent pool, like it can be okay. Like 
in this area of college football, you're going to lose players. Like it's just going to happen. Um, money is involved and players get upset and, uh, everything else. But, um, if you can weather the storm, like there's usually somebody there to take their place. Like, I, I don't want to say life goes on, but like it usually is okay. We're going to see at some point NIL deals will have bonuses attached for every year you stay. You know, they'll be like, there'll be a roster, there'll be some kind of roster bonus if you just agree each year. That's how they should space it out, by the way. You know, they're, they're giving some of these kids huge money, some of these players uh, up front. They probably ought to backload it a little bit and go, hey, we're going to give you a huge deal, but you got to stay till this point. And I bet that's what they're doing with that Tennessee player, right? The, um, uh, the guy supposedly getting like eight million dollars or whatever. He's got to to see the eight million. He's got to stay for what at least three or four years, or or stay the full time at Tennessee. Is that is that how they arrange something like that? Wouldn't you think? I I mean that would be the smart way to arrange it. <laughs> I, I think I think going forward you'll probably see more of that um, in contracts, but you can't. Especially in recruiting, I mean, transfer portal might be one thing, but in recruiting, you definitely can't because it's an inducement. Um, but maybe in the portal, like, if you get a high-profile player, you can lock him in for a year or two. Um, so that'll be that'll be an interesting thing to follow. I think the sport has to adjust. It's totally out of whack right now with incoming players making more than the players already on the roster. So, um I, I think we'll see something happen eventually in that regard. Yeah, well, the NFL had to do it with a rookie wage scale. I mean, it was happening, and Staff, Matt Stafford was one of the last quarterbacks who got guaranteed, you know, $50 million or something. Bradford was the same way, uh, and, the, and they had to adjust that. Chris, uh, always enjoy reading you, and and uh, and, and you're very uh, helpful on the, uh, on the portal. Appreciate it. Enjoy the uh, Big 12 title game, and we will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Chris Hummer uh, from 24-7 Sports joining us. As Aaron would call him, a um, transfer portal guru. Of, and, I, you know, who would have thought you would there would be a job title like that? But here we are. The world has changed. And uh, we're still here talking about it. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Campus Confidential is next. It's Baylor and Gonzaga from Sioux Falls, South Dakota this Friday. It's sixth-ranked Baylor and number 14 Gonzaga Friday from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Friday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. 
They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. New college football playoff poll is out with Georgia at number one. Michigan moves to the two spot. TCU is three and USC is now four. Ohio State is five with Alabama at six. Baylor basketball blown out by unranked Marquette last night, 96 to 70. Bears will face number 14, Gonzaga, on Friday. USA advances in the World Cup and will face the Netherlands on Saturday. 
Texas quarterback Hudson Carr has entered the transfer portal. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer is expected to be named the new head coach at UAB. Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State 116-113. Luka led the way with 41 points in a triple-double. Mavs have the night off before traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, 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 it is Matt Mosley as we uh, head on in uh, to a, uh, what's been a busy Wednesday, a newsy Wednesday. Aaron, I hadn't even brought up last night. Ooh, maybe it's a good thing. I fear you're about to do it. Uh, the uh, the Baylor-Marquette game, whoa. That was rough on a lot of levels, and uh, Bears have to get right back to it for Friday. Aaron Sexton steps into the, our, our uh, Central Texas newsroom with today's Campus Confidential. And we will start with Baylor football news. We talked about it in the last segment, but Baylor redshirt freshman quarterback Kyron Drones has decided – to transfer. He entered the transfer portal today. The uh, redshirt freshman completed 14, 14 of 23 passes for 219 yards with one touchdown and one interception. He also ran for 49 yards on eight attempts along with two touchdowns. Well, it's a tough uh, – these things happen. And, you know, I heard uh, when we had our expert – transfer expert on from 24-7 Sports. He talked about it being a crowded quarterback room at Texas Tech. Tell you where it's not crowded. Baylor University right now. If Drones is truly gone, and he reserved the right to return to the Bears, but they'll show up at the bowl game with one scholarship quarterback. That would be Blake Shapin. And I read the name of the uh, player I'll look that up, but uh, uh, that'll be uh, interesting. And, in fact, that whole situation, how Baylor kind of moves ahead with uh, Novasad hopefully uh, enrolling early, and um, and then he'll, of course, be a uh, true freshman quarterback this coming fall, big-time player out of Dripping Springs. We'll talk a little bit more of kind of like what the expectations are for him with Kevin Longquist, who is our rival's recruiting expert, here on the Matt Mosley Show. He'll join us at 5 o'clock, so just in, in here in a little bit. But, uh, Aaron, I, uh, I'm i just sad because, you know, when you are excited about a quarterback and when you get a top recruit, and Drones was certainly in that group. He was a four-star type athlete, and uh, 24-7 sports loved him uh, coming out of uh, Shadow Creek. I believe that was Alvin Shadow Creek, we call that, uh, in the Houston area. Yeah. It's a tough, that's a tough, uh, that's a tough uh, loss for the Bears because Drones, while he didn't beat out Shapin, in fact, Shapin was battling in the spring Gary Bohannon. And, and so it's not like Drones then had the chance to try to beat out Shapin. It really would have been interesting to see a true quarterback competition in the spring to see what Drones could bring to the table. 
why was Shapin picked over Drones? Well, at the time, I don't even think it was that close. To Drones' credit, though, he kind of put himself in the conversation this year. And when he came in against West Virginia, he was prepared. The game was not too big for him. And if you'll remember, he made a great throw down there on the goal line to Hal Presley. So I promise you, I, I always know when coaches are sort of okay with the player leaving. You know, kind of like, well, this happens. I, they're not, I mean, there's no rejoicing over Kyron Drones leaving because I think the Baylor coaches understand how much potential and, and how many tools he has. So uh, not a great day for the Bears, but again, these things happen and you can't, uh, you can't overreact to it too much. The All-Big 12 Football Awards, as voted on by the coaches, were announced today. Only one Baylor player made the All-Big 12 football first team. That was Siaka Ika. Siaki Ika, excuse me, the defensive tackle, or nose tackle for Baylor. Freshman running back Richard Reese was named the Offensive Freshman of the Year. Offensive Player of the Year was TCU quarterback Max Dugan. Players from Baylor on the second team included Dylan Doyle at both fullback and linebacker. Offensive lineman Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin. And, oh, and that's it because Dylan Doyle actually made it. Second team all-conference as a fullback and a linebacker, which is pretty amazing. But uh, that's, there was quite a few Bears that made the honorable mention list, but as far as the first and second teams and the major awards, those are the Baylor players. Well, uh, to the victors go the spoils, and TCU uh, probably had a ton of players uh, as well as Kansas State, and that should be the case. When you're playing in the championship game, that should be how it ends up. I would sure, I'm sure the University of Texas is very well represented with the wide receiver. Of course, B. John Robinson being such a great player. Um, now, Aaron, so they had an offensive, like the offensive player of the year. Did they have like an offensive MVP or just the offensive player of the year? And you said that was Max Duggan was named the offensive player of the year. I'm a little bit, uh, I, I would have thought, now they, I'm sure they had B. John Robinson as the first team running back. But I would have almost thought they would have gone with B. John Robinson as the Offensive Player of the Year. Although with Duggan being in the running for the Heisman, that's awfully hard to look past him. <clears throat> it would not have shocked me if they had like sort of a co-Offensive uh, Player of the Year. Uh, Aaron, if you have that in front of you, who was the uh, who was the Defensive Player of the Year in uh, in the uh, in the Big Twelve? I know preseason. I know the. The pass rusher from Kansas State was getting a lot of attention. Who ended up with the defensive player of the year? It was it was him, Uzoma, the defensive end from Kansas State. Okay, okay. He uh, certainly has had a great year. We knew he was going to be really good coming in. And I'm trying to think if any if I feel like anybody was snubbed for the Bears. I mean, they were really up and down in the secondary. I thought later in the year, or especially during that streak when they had all those interceptions, uh, I, I would have thought going into the season that Christian Morgan would have a great chance at first or second team. Uh, quite honestly, Christian Morgan, you know, had a disappointing season. He had too many missed tackles, 
Uh, he did make some plays, uh, especially, I mean, there was one game, man, he had not only interception, but poked the ball loose. Uh, I would make, I could make an argument uh, for Al Walcott. I, I think Al Walcott was good enough to be a, a second team uh, player. And I, and I would also say either Gabe Hall or Bryson Jackson could have been in that mix. I, I like the way they played, and uh, while nobody was that consistent. The other one I would say, Aaron, that a guy that really came on for the Bears was, uh, was uh, Garmin Randolph. Uh, I love his length. Just love the size. I, I get it. The defense, the line was, was not what it needed to be. But uh, especially after what we thought it was going to be. Uh, and wh- who'd you say, Aaron, for the O line for Baylor? Um, on the on the second team, Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin. Okay. See, I think Galvin was probably on the first team to start the year, like the preseason. Um, yeah, I I would. Uh, I, I I will say this: if if Khalil Keith had been healthy the whole season, he would have had a chance to be on the first or second team. Really, really fine player for the Bears that has been a little banged up. But man, when he's on, Khalil Keith is a huge difference maker. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Real quickly on that, uh, Richard Reese was the offensive uh, freshman of the year. He's the third Baylor player to receive that award. Can you guess the other two? <sighs> One's pretty obvious. The, now, what do you uh, – ask me again, though. The one, You're saying Richard he got the offensive freshman of the year. Yes. And what And who? What are you saying? Uh, uh, He's what, the Baylor third players? Baylor player, yes. To ever have the freshman offensive player of the year, mm-hmm. and does this go all the way back to the SWC and stuff, or is that what you're doing, or just Big Twelve? Technically, but it doesn't. It, it both happened in the Big Twelve era. Running backs. We're just dealing with running backs, right? No, offensive players. Oh, geez. Okay, uh, because Shock Linwood was a really good running back. That should have been a freshman offensive player uh, of the year. And then if you go way back, Walter Abercrombie should have been. He ran for over 200 yards in his freshman season one time against the Aggies, as I recall. But I would say shock and I don't know. Who is it? Both quarterbacks. RG3. RG3. And Charlie Brewer, who we talked about earlier. Wow. Brewer. See, I don't remember RG3. I guess he just had so much talent. I don't remember him, but maybe he was just already. I just remember him coming into a game early on and thinking, man, this guy's going to be good against a pretty good Power 5 team. He didn't start his freshman year, and then I guess he came on. That's interesting. RG3. And, uh, and Charlie Brewer, very, very interesting names. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. More on Kyron Drones. What does this mean for Shapen? What does it mean for Austin Novosad, who's coming in? Let's talk to our Rivals.com expert, Kevin Longquist. We'll do it next. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn warns us about a wolf in sheep's clothing who's coming to AT&T Stadium Sunday. We'll reveal the identity right after this. 
Becky Hammond, on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys host the Colts Sunday night, a four-win team that in the offseason traded with Atlanta for 15-year veteran quarterback Matt Ryan. It's been a tough year for him in the offense, which averages less than 16 points per game. But defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, the former Falcons head coach, knows Ryan well and enjoyed coaching him in Atlanta. Quinn has this warning about the QB. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, comes across, you know, real clean cut, nice, and he is a tough competitor. All the support that he, you know, showed me and the staff, I, I certainly appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, he's got a special spot with me just for uh, his toughness, his leadership, you know, kind of what he stands for. The Cowboys' defense is second stingiest in the league, allowing just 17 points per game. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Richard Carr has the trucks you want on the lot today. GMC and Buick offer the best SUV lineup to meet every demand. We have dozens on the lot ready to drive. Well-qualified buyers get 3.9% for 72 months on all GMC and Buick SUVs in stock. New Sierra trucks are ready to drive at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get 3.9% financing plus a $2,500 loyalty rebate for current GMC or Buick owners. Get here now or log on now and drive your new GMC or Buick today. See dealer for details. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more savings in more video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. Veterans, if you can hear my voice, you're close enough to come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. I have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel. With the purchase of any brand new Harley-Davidson model, receive $1,000 with the free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose. I'm paying way too much money for trade-ins, and I have a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. So come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, 
and 100.9 FM. Genco's Black Friday Cyber Monday Auto Loan Special is here. Apply for your auto loan online and receive a 0.15% loan discount. Plus, every auto loan gets 90 days with no payments. Then have a chance to win 90 more days with no payments. Black Friday Cyber Monday only at Genco. This special runs till December 2nd. Every online application gets an additional discount plus 90 days no payments. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet arch supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Continuing on on a busy Wednesday afternoon and always fun to have uh, Kevin Longquist on with us from rivals.com. You can see him on Twitter at Sikkim sports. And he's been tweeting today about the big breaking news in, uh, in Baylor territory here with, um, I was trying to see, uh, Kevin, I just looked at my Twitter mentions and something I said has really blown up. I was trying to see. It always worries me. I'm like, what did I say earlier? But <laughs> I, I think all the Baylor people, Kevin, are interested in this Kyron Drones decision to enter the transfer portal. I, I would say none of us are that surprised uh, on the timing of this. But, Kevin, are you... Or is there any part of you that was thinking maybe drones that they would actually have a competition uh, in the spring, even with Novoside perhaps showing up early? Uh, and I, again, I'm not even saying he's going to be in the competition. But are you were there any surprise for you when you saw this announcement? No, um, I think it was just a case where uh, the fact that you know. W- if you really wanted to know what where this was going, was probably the Kansas State game, where you know obviously Baylor was out of that game pretty fast, and 
if you wanted to really get a good look at Kyron for to see what he could potentially offer your program moving forward in the coming years, maybe late third quarter and throughout the fourth quarter would have been a great time to do that, but they didn't do that. They didn't play him and they let Blake finish the game. And I think that was kind of a telltale sign of where this was going with Kyron. And that's a little disappointing because I thought Kyron was, you know, credible in the West Virginia game when he came in for a shape and when he went down with a concussion injury. But it was pretty clear, though, that uh, it just seems like that there just wasn't a fit there for what Jeff Grimes wants to do with this offense and how Kyron fits it. And so, you know, Baylor's going to go into this quarter, into this bowl game, Matt, with only one scholarship quarterback, and that's uh, Blake Shapin. And his presumed backup is going to be the walk on Luke Anthony. And then, you know, you get Austin Novoset, who obviously everything points to him signing in mid December, and then he'll arrive in January. And, My belief, to be honest with you, Matt, is that I think this is going to be a true quarterback competition when they get to spring next year because Blake didn't do anything this year that would warrant that he is the anointed one, if you will, to be the starting quarterback next year. He's going to have to work to keep the job. Well, I I still think the way that Baylor views it is that it's Shapin's job to lose. And Baylor fans in some media might say, well, he did his best to go lose it. He had some really good moments this season. Uh, he had some maddening moments. He, he makes way too many errors and mistakes uh, in the red zone. I mean, you know, there are certain parts of the field where you just can't, like, give away points, uh, whether it be in your own. And for him, it's especially – when the Bears get close to the goal line, which is interesting because sometimes, I mean, it's not like he hasn't made some great throws down in that area and and knows how to punch it in, but I think Grimes got into a situation where, I mean, he almost had to call plays around Blake. Uh, And and that's a tough, tough thing to do. It's like, we got to run the ball. I think you had to get into a game, like the the Oklahoma game, for instance, and go, well, he's not really sharp. If they have any chance of running, uh, winning this game, we're going to have to bludgeon them and beat them up in the run game. And they did that. And they ran for like right. 300 yards or something like that. But it's nice to know. And, and what Gary brought was he, even if you didn't trust him completely in the passing game, you trusted him to, maybe, to make the right decisions. And then he also brought the legs. And uh, I think the people that were – uh, you know, we're, we're thinking that they, they made the wrong call here are justified now in crowing about that a little bit. Uh, because, of course, you know, I, I think um, I think Gary gave them some stuff leadership-wise and running. Now, that's not to say Shapin can't, but it would be good for Shapin to be pushed a little bit. What I don't know and what you can help provide is you've watched Novosad. Okay, you've mm-hmm. seen him at camps. You've seen some of his film at Dripping Springs. For all I know, you may have seen the team play at some point. You've at least watched the film of it. Right. Is this guy is this guy showing up on campus with the mindset of I, I feel like I'm the dude who can play right away? Is that is that because not every freshman coming in is wired that way? Is 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 he? Is do you get the sense that that's who this guy is? Like I'm going to come in here and try to win this job immediately. 
I think he's the kind of guy that can walk into this situation, Matt, in January when he arrives and think, I've got a shot to win it um, because of the fact that the things that you just mentioned where Blake failed in the red zone so many times. Whether or not some of those mistakes were his or somebody else's or whatever, you know, and it was just uh, the way the play unfolded, that sort of thing. But if I'm Austin Novoset, I look at this and say, I've got a shot. And if I really perform to a high level throughout the offseason program, January to March, and then when spring football starts and then goes all the way through April, whenever those dates are, I've got to feel like I've got a shot to, to do this because, look, your quarterback can't turn it over at, to any degree, Matt. We all know this. This is not like it's uh, any foreign language to anyone. When your quarterback, like Blake, has 12 turnovers in the last eight games, nine interceptions, three fumbles, and it doesn't matter if passes go off shoulders, shoulder pads of wide receivers or whatever, that's still on him. When you turn it over at the rate that Blake did, that's a problem. And sure, he can use the offseason to digest film, to make better decisions, you know, just work on how he can be a better quarterback because this was his first full year to start and that sort of thing. And maybe there is a bit of latitude given toward that. But at the same time, I don't think that this is a case where if the Baylor coaches feel like this or anybody in this camp feels like this is Blake's job to lose in 2023, I think they're misreading it. This needs to be a position of battle where the guy who doesn't make mistakes in the spring, and it's a heck of a lot different during the season, but if he make but he, if he is sharp getting the ball out, making the right decisions, and putting the offense in a position where it can succeed, especially in the red zone, then you go with him. And it doesn't matter to me if it's going to be Shapin or if it's going to be your true freshman, Novosad. And if I'm Novosad, I have to take that attitude when I step foot on campus in January. Because if I don't, then I'm automatically conceding the job to Shapin. Yeah, and and to fill this room out, I would go get a transfer too. I I would try to go find somebody in the portal or something because I right now this is a thin this is a thin uh, quarterback room. And as you pointed out, they're about to go into a bowl game with one scholarship quarterback. Um, I I absolutely think there is some latitude, and and I and I would just say that Grimes has been in a situation where he saw a quarterback go through some of the same mistakes and the same youthful uh, sort of, uh, you know, that, that gunslinger mentality that Zach Wilson had, and he came out on the other side of it and turned himself into this incredible uh, NFL prospect. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's not going smoothly for him. I, I'm just, but <laughs> right. I'm with you. The, the door – but I, I, what, the only thing that I think you and I differ from a lot of these fans is – uh, and, and a lot of your readers and our listeners is that we still see a scenario where Blake Shapin is a very successful quarterback at Baylor. Like, I don't think either sure. one of us has closed the book on that happening. I think a lot of people who observe this are like, okay, he's done. He's demonstrated he can't do it. And, and again, his first full year as quarterback, uh, and he's a young guy with two seasons left. So I think we would be – I think we're being a little too dismissive of him. Let me switch uh, sports real quick uh, and okay. talk to Kevin Longquist on uh, on Rivals. And, by the way, before I switch sports, Rivals.com, you can follow him at Sikkim Sports. The, the portal, uh, as we know it, has already opened. Now, officially, the portal window opens up December 5th. 
But all these announcements, obviously, you think schools were going to wait till December 5th to reach out to some of these players? No, they're not. They're going to find a way no. to, uh, to get in position and go after some of these. Baylor has not been hugely active in the portal. Knowing what you know about who is leaving this program and who's staying, I'm not talking about portal guys. I'm talking about who has eligibility left. Um, could we see Baylor be a little more opportunistic and a little more aggressive in the portal? Uh, I, I think you could. I think, you know, given the fact that they are going to have some major losses with the defensive line, uh, I, I think that would behold them to at least take a look at the portal from that standpoint. Same thing with the linebacker situation. I mean, this this defense is going to be pretty inexperienced next year, Matt. And I think they need to take a look at, you know, what would be available to them and who could contribute. Of course, you know, they tried this last year when they brought in Jackson Player from Tulsa, the Waco kid, to see if they could he could offer some support at the nose behind Apu. And it didn't really turn out that way. And so I think the one thing I always caution people about the portal is that there's really two things. When you go get the portal guide, make sure that he has some sort of track record of success behind him. But also understand, secondly, that there's a reason he's in the portal because he wasn't very good to begin with. Or he just had some sort of falling out with the coaching staff of the school that he left. And, And so... Or, or if it's are a group you, of five. Or, well, no, the other thing, I was, yeah. well, let, me, so let me finish your Matt, real quick. Let me finish real quick. So I think that the, the point you need to make here with a guy like this is that you've got to make sure that what you're projecting could be an equal or slight upgrade to what you have. And that's really hard to do in the portal. I mean, unless you're like Burton or, uh, or, or, any, or Gibbs, you know, the two kids that left Georgia and Alabama, or excuse me, Georgia and Georgia Tech to go to Alabama, you're, you know, you're not going to get that kind of serious upgrade from the portal. So that's just the one thing that i got to caution people about the portal. It's, and the other thing I'll say, too, is that just because you get in the portal doesn't mean that you're going to find Shane Grilla. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you think all our audience knows what Shane la is? I feel like our younger, <laughs> our younger audience gets left out in the cold <laughs> with Shane la <laughs> I thought you'd like that, by the way. I do like Shangri-La. I like the one that's in you know, Arkansas, like the Shangri-La, whatever. I like a, I like that version of Shangri-La. Uh, it, I did want to bring up with you um, this basketball game last night. Uh, I, again, too early, too early to go into a full-blown panic. But, I mean... To have such a seasoned, great program that's ranked six in the country show up in Milwaukee and, and, and you're playing a shock of smart, you know, obviously they handled him pretty nicely for years when he was at Texas. In fact, Drew's record was right. 10 and 2. Now, occasionally you just walk into a buzzsaw, and, and maybe it's like one of these bowl games. Maybe one team was way up for it, and for whatever reason, Baylor was thinking about Gonzaga. But. I got to tell you, you know, and, and I got to look back and review that because I was driving for some of it, but I I was able to to see enough to know. I mean, you get annihilated 
uh, you, you know, you get a million turnovers. I forget how many it was in the first half, maybe like 16. You only had 16, four in the second half. 16. But that yeah. that's embarrassing. You're not taking care of the ball. Uh, you're getting you're giving up huge amount of second chance points, and then you're not defending, and you're giving up three more than the lack of offensive production. What scares me is this looks like a leaky, bad defensive team right now, and that has not been the case in recent years with Scott Drew teams. Yeah, uh, that's the thing that scares you. I mean, look at it this way, Matt. I mean, you had two segments of that game last night where Marquette had 15 consecutive made shots, you know, nine in the first half on that opening run that pretty much put the game out of reach. And then they opened up the second half with six consecutive made shots. And yeah, that's really hard to do, by the way, uh, to for uh, for that many possessions to knock those down in succession. And it's just a matter of challenging. It's a matter of effort. It's a matter of, you know, you know, making your switches and communicating with each other on the floor. And that just didn't happen last night. And then the other thing I will say to you beyond the defensive issues is the fact that this team, we have some really serious uh, issues in the block with them. I mean, you're not getting anything from Flo Thamba. I mean, look, that's what Flo is. If you, can, if you could ever get consistently six and eight or seven and nine out of Flo, you would love it, but that's not who he is. You know, he had that stretch last year uh, after JTT went down, and and that's where we thought maybe he had turned a corner, but we're kind of back to where we are with him. And then you have Jalen Bridges, the, the West Virginia transfer, who comes in, performs pretty well against the cupcake teams, if you will, but he hasn't really performed in the games that have been worth stand-up moments. Had two points in the two games between Virginia and UCLA out in Las Vegas last week. Had eight, oh, by the way, points yesterday uh, against Marquette. It, and they've got to get something from the front court, Matt, because if they don't, and you're asking for Keontae George, LJ Cryer, and Adam Flagler to try and carry the team night in and night out, which you can because you, you have guards that score. But if, but if you're looking for a balanced approach, Baylor's not getting it right now, and they're becoming no. easier and easier to fit. And those shots are going to be harder for those guys to get if nobody respects Baylor in the block. Yeah. Well, you, but you got to defend before you do anything else. And, and, and those sure. were just wide open threes after threes. And I was looking it up while you were giving that really nice answer. And um, I just a reminder that a guy, you know, generally Baylor does not have good players leave this program. I mean, I, I could, you could, Al Freeman was a pretty good player went to NC state, but I mean, for the most part, they don't have good players leave. Matt Meyer was kind of right. a different case, and uh, Meyer's not exactly lighting it up at Illinois. But you know who is? You know who's been great for Illinois? Is that that guy, Dane Donja. And when you were just describing, like, mm-hmm. what Baylor's missing in the front court, it's that guy. Yeah. Like, they, they yeah. like he's averaging um, he's averaging 12 points and, and – uh, let me look at it real quick. Uh, uh, 6.3 rebounds and 12 points a game right now. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, big. And, and yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Uh, and Dane Donja was in your program for mm-hmm. a couple of seasons, and obviously he was not seeing the time. I think one year he might have got redshirted. And uh, so he has now become a big-time contributor at Illinois and, in fact, is their second-leading scorer. So – 
that may be one of the rare cases where the Bears let a really, really good player get away. And part of this, of course, is because Chamuchachua was becoming that kind of player, someone that could give them scoring as well as huge intensity. What they're going to have to have is Loner's going to have to score more because he is talented mm-hmm. and he is a bruising type player. But he and Jalen Bridges, boy, if they're not going to score – uh, you're right. You're going to have to go to a four guard offense, and you're going to have to put Bonner or uh, or uh, uh, or uh, Langston Love on the court with those three guards, and you're just going to have to ride with it and play small ball. I mean, they're going to close sure. games I mean, because if you, with small ball. Yeah, they have to. I mean, because at this point, you you can't feel like you're going to have anything inside. Not only so much from a, a scoring perspective. Matt, but also guys that can protect the rim, and that's just not what they're getting. Sure, I mean, last night Marquette had wide-open threes that you and I could have knocked down, which would have been really scary had that happened. But I mean, but at the same time, you know, but if guys are driving to the rim and you don't have enforcers in there that are going to just say none shall pass in this respect, then you become so much easy. Then you become a team that becomes exposed. And to your point earlier about if they were looking ahead to Gonzaga – if that really is a thing, then shame on them because that game is three days away from the from the tip off of last night. They're not playing till Friday in, in South in Sioux Falls. And here's the other thing: if they're like this in the block, what is Drew Timmy capable of doing for Gonzaga against them in the front court Friday night? That's the thing that concerns me because that's if you can't defend, and they've already had issues with that. But if you can't defend, and if you really can't push Drew Timmy out of there he could get 25 to 30 on them. And they've got to find a way to make sure that they, that they keep Gonzaga on the arc or in or, or off the, you know, or out of the lane to some extent to give themselves a shot on Friday. Yeah. Well, he, he, they embarrassed Drew Timmy two years ago in the national title game. And so if you don't think he's showing up looking for some redemption, you don't know basketball and, and he'll have that for uh, sure. And, and he'll have that Fu Manchu, He'll have that really good-looking mustache, <laughs> and he'll be ready to go. I could see you in a Fu Manchu. That'd be a great look for you. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't go over very well in the household. That would have been. That would have been. Uh, if I tried that, that would have been. Like, what are you doing? And oh, then that would have been over after that. But. I think she'd love it. I think she'd love it. Okay, uh, Kevin. All our best. Uh, we appreciate you, and look forward to, to talking to you soon. Absolutely, Matt. Take care. Kevin Longquist, our um, recruiting expert, uh, expert on a, in a lot of ways, uh, from Rivals.com, joining the Matt Mosley Show. Next, we look at the latest from the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Jerry with some interesting comments about Odell Beckham Jr. We'll let you hear from Jerry next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat. A daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's Trevor Check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball falls and falls hard on the road at Marquette. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor volleyball moving on in the NCAAs. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Grandma! 
Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Allen Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor Athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your cub, please visit baylorbears.com slash cubclub. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor basketball fell to Marquette last night in their first true road game of the season, 96-70 the final score. The Bears now 5-2 and two on the season. They'll stay on the road and play Gonzaga coming up on Friday. Meanwhile, it was a big day yesterday for Baylor Volleyball. First, Avery Carlson named the Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Then Carlson, Lauren Harrison, Mallory Talbert, and Kara McGee named first team all Big 12 for the season. The Bears open NCAA tournament play Thursday evening in the Farrell Center against Stephen F. Austin. It is a real plus being a top 16 national seed and hosting the first and second rounds, says volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. I think lots of, lots of great benefits. You know, one, our girls are really high academic and they get to go to more class. Uh, I know it stresses them lately as we're getting ready to go into finals to be on the road and be missing some of the finals prep. So they're, they feel more at peace and less stressed being able to be here at home and, and get a few more more time in the classroom. Two, we love playing in front of our fans. we got great fans, wild fans, loud fans, and we're familiar with everything. And then I think the training, just to be able to train at home is different. And, you know, you have some of your equipment and things readily available than trying to pack it all up and, and squeeze it. And uh, honestly, the weather in Waco is beautiful right now here too. So it's all good. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball opening NCAA tournament play Thursday evening at 7 against Stephen F. Austin in the Farrell Center. Colorado and Rice, the other two teams in Waco for the regional. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again most wonderful time of the year and just like most of us the foundation doctors thinking about home and family hey dad hi jay what you working on i'm building a gingerbread house that's cool why's the door so crooked and why is your chimney leaning like that i guess my house needs the foundation doctor <laughs> you're such a goofy kid is your house starting to look like a pinterest project gone wrong are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney 
then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. hear my voice you're close enough to come see me this month at harley davidson of waco i have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel with the purchase of any brand new harley davidson model receive one thousand dollars with the free accessories or an in-store one thousand dollar gift card to spend as you choose i'm paying way too much money for trade-ins and i have a huge selection of certified pre-owned harleys as well so come see me this month at harley davidson of waco Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new porky pig tater with sucking up pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory, permanent fine jewelry at DMRA Fine Jewelers. We offer a wide selection of permanent fine jewelry that your DMRA experts custom fit and micro weld closed, creating a seamless permanent bracelet, necklace, ring, or anklet. Great for promise rings, friendship bracelets, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, or simply to treat yourself. Book your permanent fine jewelry appointment or private event now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. New college football playoff poll is out with Georgia at number one. Michigan moves to the two spot. TCU is three and USC is now four. Ohio State is five with Alabama at six. Baylor basketball blown out by unranked Marquette last night, 96 to 70. Bears will face number 14 Gonzaga on Friday. USA advances in the World Cup and will face the Netherlands on Saturday. Texas quarterback Hudson Carr has entered the transfer portal. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer is expected to be named the new head coach at UAB. Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State 116-113. Luka led the way with 41 points in a triple-double. Mavs have the night off before traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons tomorrow night. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Odd is the Matt Mosley show on Wednesday evening. Big news today, Kyron Drones, Baylor's backup quarterback, has gone in the uh, transfer portal. We've had a lot on that. If you missed that, we'll be putting that out on social media. You can find that on Twitter, at Matt Mosley, and uh, at Stats Tell All for Aaron. And we'll, uh, we're kind of pushing that out there on all our, all our different uh, mediums. So good interviews today with an uh, expert on the transfer portal from 24-7 Sports. And Kevin Lockwist, our old pal from Rivals, also trying to figure out what exactly was going on last night with the Baylor men's basketball team. Let's, uh, let's hope it was one kind of an aberration in what will be a fun season, but it was, uh, they got shredded and they got punched. I mean, that's a haymaker and really didn't punch back. I mean, tried, certainly did some things on offense, but from a defensive standpoint, um, when a team's doing that, you better have an enforcer come in there and and put somebody on their backside. And that did not seem to happen. All right, wanted to do this um, and let you hear a little bit from um, Jerry Jones. And and we were going to do this yesterday, but we had a big uh, we had a big time at the Baylor Club, and we got caught up in all the uh, the holiday spirit, but. We wanted to let you hear from Jerry a little bit. And one of the things that has now entered the uh, the conversation about Odell Beckham Jr. is this weird incident the other day on a plane. If you haven't heard, they were trying to get his attention to make sure he had uh, fastened his seatbelt and they could not wake him up. And when they did... Um, he, he, I don't know. He just wasn't acting right, and they, they then couldn't get him to get off the plane. And then finally, he did get off the plane. Uh, his agent and people associated with him have said that they made too much of a thing about it, and he didn't do anything wrong. The bottom line is, the Cowboys. And by the way, it's not the first Cowboy to have some issues getting on a plane. Alonzo Spellman, who had all sorts of uh, mental issues back in the day or and, and dealt with some mental health, some really, uh, uh, you know, tough, tough things that he went through as a player. But uh, they uh, he had an issue one time on the team plane when they were getting ready to go, as I recall. But this uh, this was a uh, a weird thing. And the Cowboys don't seem to have that big of a problem with it. Uh, here is Jerry talking about whether the incident has uh influenced anything about his pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr.? No, it did not. Uh, those are not uh, uh, his uh, his overall uh, uh, team compatibility, his, uh, his, his judgment, his behavior is not an issue with him. It is with many, but not with him. Okay, so the weird behavior, um, for most of us getting kicked off a plane and and, and, you know, basically not responding uh, and being belligerent on a plane would get us in some hot water for Odell Beckham Jr. It's uh, just kind of let's just move on and it'll be fine. And he's going to be okay. 
And let's not forget that Odell Beckham Jr. had trouble in the locker room. Um, you know, he and Baker Mayfield did not get along. With the Giants, it was more on the field. I mean, there was some huge, you know, fights and things that he would get into with defensive backs. And the Cowboys, again, do not seem to think that that's going to be any kind of issue. Also wanted to let you hear this one from Jerry on whether signing Odell Beckham Jr. is more uh, for for next season because of the uh, injury that he's coming back from. Well, we have to have this year. We have to have this year. Uh, it's very important. Uh, we've got uh, uh, we will uh, the things we do uh, to have him impact this year. So uh, this year has to be a big uh, big part of it. Now this year's. Of course, we have six regular season games in the playoffs. We've got, uh, in my mind, almost the whole show ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we've uh, got to have a situation where we can uh, really contribute now. All right. So at one point, the reason this sort of came up is, you know, he was asked about a week ago, would Odell Beckham Jr. for sure be able to help the team this year? And Jerry seemed to be like that. Well, we don't really know. We got to find out the medical and, and and see where he is. This was a more definitive answer. In no, it has to be this season. If we're going to get Odell Beckham Jr., this cannot be about the 2023 season. This has to be about 2022 and how they will finish in this, uh, in, in, you know, in the in the in this playoff race. So this is going to be. Uh, really, really interesting to see how all this plays out. And, I, I mean, the bottom line is if you pine away and you talk about how much you need a certain player and then somebody else swoops in and gets him, whether that be the Giants, the Ravens, whoever it is, it would be egg all over the Cowboys' faces. Now, the good news is since Dak has returned – all of the offensive numbers in terms of uh, points scored, I mean, which is pretty huge, wouldn't you say, Uh, in terms of the offense, in terms of the passing efficiency, all of that, has gone up huge. The Cowboys have gone from being kind of lower in the league in a lot of those categories to being number one in several categories. So Dak has made an enormous impact. What the Cowboys are saying is, we could make even more. This player could help put us over the top. The problem is you don't have a clue right now what you're getting. Are you getting the guy who was headed toward maybe being the MVP of the Super Bowl game and was was on his way to like a 200-yard receiving day? Or are you getting a guy who's banged up and, you know, does weird things on, on uh, airplanes? I mean, I think it's hard to say. Now – in other Cowboys, uh, former Cowboys news, since we're speaking of incidents, how about this one, Aaron? Retired NFL star Terrell Owens said a, uh, a fight caught on camera in which he punched a man in a CVS parking lot was the ro- uh, result of a, quote, aggressor threatening him and a fan he was talking to at the California store. I mean, it never goes away. T.O., whether it be for good, bad, or indifferent, is always going to be in the news. Uh, T.O., who's now 48 years old, said he acted in self-defense Saturday night when the man, quote, 
made offensive gestures and threatening statements to him and a fan who approached uh, to him and a fan who approached Owens. All right, so there you go. Some weirdness in the NFL land. And when it involves Terrell Owens, I mean, it should not surprise you too much because there's always something uh, strange going on with him. And you know what? It's not a bad comparison. When when the Cowboys got T.O., it was it was the off season, and it was an enormous story, and he was still really good. Was he in his prime? Maybe a tiny bit past his prime, but he was still putting up huge numbers. As I recall, he was in his early thirties, and it was a forced marriage with uh, with Bill Parcells. I don't think Parcells wanted to deal with it. Jerry wanted it, and Jerry made the move splashy additions jerry loves to at least put out the appearance that he's doing everything in his power now he does not do that usually in just normal free agency but if he has a chance to um if if he gets a player of like to's magnitude at the time even though to's stock was down because of how he had behaved with the eagles Jerry will jump all over it. He loves distressed properties that still have something left, that were maybe stars at one point that, for whatever reason, because of injury or behavior, have lost some of their value. Jerry will pay for that in a heartbeat. Charles Haley had that. He went and got him, and the rest is history. Charles Haley continued winning Super Bowls with the Cowboys, and he helped get them over the top. Dion was not now he was not as tough to deal with as Charles Haley, but Dion had his own set of uh, issues and Ca- the Cowboys brought him in, wrote him a huge check, and he helped them win another Super Bowl after they lost to the 49ers in that 94 NFC title game. So Jerry loves uh, he loves brands and he loves splashy additions and hires and obj fits all that he is a former star who may potentially have some tread left on his tire this fits exactly what jerry loves doing jerry loves the headliner that he loves the name on the marquee but you got to get this done and stop talking about it or just walk away but if somebody else gets him the cowboys are going to end up being embarrassed all right We have a little bit of time left for the dismount. That is next. It's the Class 2A Division II Region 3 Championship, the Mart Panthers and the Love Lady Lions, and you can catch all the action on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. Our coverage of Mart Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7. It's Mart and Love Lady this Friday night at 6.30 on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Everyone knows that Black Friday is a holiday tradition. At Morrison's Gifts, we want to give the holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy Black Friday pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket, and remember, free gift wrapping and delivery is available. That's Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. New college football playoff poll is out with Georgia at number one. Michigan moves to the two spot. TCU is three and USC is now four. Ohio State is five with Alabama at six. 
Baylor basketball blown out by unranked Marquette last night, 96-70. Bears will face number 14, Gonzaga, on Friday. USA advances in the World Cup and will face the Netherlands on Saturday. Texas quarterback Hudson Carr has entered the transfer portal. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer is expected to be named the new head coach at UAB. Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State 116-113. Luka led the way with 41 points in a triple-double. Mavs have the night off before traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I want to set the table a little bit for tomorrow. Just got news that we will have. Baylor basketball's Caleb Loner on at uh, 5:20, newcomer and uh, kind of a do-it-all guy. Can hit the three, but also uh, can he got great leaping ability. Came in from BYU, and so that's going to be nice as we prepare you for Friday evening's game against Gonzaga. Bears and the Zags get it on in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Aaron, I'll tell you someplace I've never really wanted to go in uh, early <laughs> December, and that is Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But that would be fun to be there for the Baylor Gonzaga basketball game. Also, Coach Jacobs from Crawford. And uh, Aaron, you know Coach Jacobs and talk to him on a weekly basis for the coaches' show. Crawford uh, really. Uh, continuing to play well, and uh, but that matchup against Toler, whoa, this is going to be a tough one, and so that'll be fun tomorrow about five. So we'll figure out how to how to carve all that up and make sure we get uh, all the good stuff. But uh, so really, really good show planned for you to tomorrow. So please be by the dial. Hope everybody has a tremendous evening. Thanks again for everybody at the Baylor Club yesterday. Thank you, Aaron Sexton, for all your hard work this evening. And uh, we will uh, talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from TCU head football coach Sonny Dykes. His Horned Frogs now number three in the college football playoff ratings with a bullet. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Who wants a free gift card? Claim your free gift card now. December 9th, noon to 6 p.m., DMRA Fine Jewelers presents the largest Simon G. event of the year. Text 254-845-7410.